welcome back folks. So today we've got another interview and today's interview is with Suzanne Dewhurst. Suzanne, you're a mortgage broker with Loan Market, a franchisee. Do you want to tell us a bit about what you're doing and about your business? Hi Adam, thanks for having me today. Uh, yes, I'm a Loan Market mortgage broker. I'm uh, on the Tweed Coast and um, I do home loans, of course, but I also do lots of other loans. So personal car loans, asset finance, commercial loans, yep. um, you, you name it, we do it. So, yeah. There we go. So if you, if you need money for, for a, a venture or an adventure, you're the, you're the person to come and talk to. Talk That's with. it. Fantastic. Do you want to give us a bit of background about sort of where you come from and how you've gotten to, so you're, you're in mortgage brokering today. How long have you been with loan market um, or in, in brokering as, a, as an industry? Broking? Brokering. Oh. Broking. Yeah. Broking. There we go. <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard both. It's fine. Um, I've been uh, in uh, the broking industry for about five years. So I'm probably a bit more now. Um, and I have a background in before that in in sales and retail and that sort of thing. So I, I sort of come from having my own businesses and understanding, you know, what it's like to be a business owner. So I think that helps me as a, as a broker working yep. with business owners. Yep. Um, I'm from Sydney originally and I've been up here on the coast for seven years now. Um, okay. And I oh, love it. Who doesn't? It's fun <laughs> up here. Oh, we moved up three years ago, nearly three years ago. Yeah, yeah. But it's, um, it, it's great. And also, you know, having bought and sold homes over the years, as, as most of us do, it, it gives me that first-hand knowledge of what it's like to go through the experience. And, you know, my, my loan, you know, about 10 years ago, I went to a broker for the first time and I was yep. just amazed at the difference it made for me, um, not knowing what I was doing at that time. Yeah. Uh, and they just yep. helped, helped me the whole way. So it was yeah, something I became interested in. Yeah. It is a big, uh, for those who haven't done it uh, before, I guess your first one, it's, you know, it's, it's mm. can be quite daunting. Um, how do you, what, what, do you want to just run us through the process of like, for let's say that someone's a first home buyer or let's say a first yeah. loan getter um, mm -hmm. for any of the, you know, any of the options which you've got, what's, what's the sort of process, if, you know, let's say I was going to say, hey, uh, Suzanne, help, help me out, I need, I need money. Um, mm -hmm. What's the process? So I'm, I'm actually working with lots of first home buyers at the moment, which I really enjoy because I think, uh, I really get a buzz out of helping people and educating them along along the way. So because I know what it's like to not know what you're doing, um, yep. I think I'm yeah. pretty patient, which is probably a good thing, which is why they keep referring all their friends to me. Cool. And um, so what we'd normally do would be to have a, a first chat, organise an interview. Um, at the moment, we're doing Zoom interviews for the last few months. We've been doing that. And I think that'll probably continue, at least to be part of the process. Face-to-face mm. -face is great, but, you know, Zoom's pretty good as well, yep. and convenient. Yep. Um, so we'll have a have a talk about what they want to do. Basically, the things like how much deposit do they have, what do they earn, just the basics to make sure that there is a deal there. You know, they can do something. Okay. Um, okay. Then we get a lot more further into the details. We complete a fact find, and they provide documents. And then I start looking around for options from about sixty lenders that we have. I can sort of narrow it down to find you know, three or four or five that are going to be really suitable. Mm -hmm. And then we talk again about, okay, which do you prefer? And so we make the choice together. Yep. Um, and then I organise it after that. I, you know, do all the applications, get it all the paperwork done, submit it for them and follow it up the whole way. 
and also liaison their agent, sorry. Yeah, all right. Also their conveyancer and their agent and all those other, you know, professionals that get involved that, um, you know, I get a lot of people sort of saying, oh, what's con what do I need a conveyancer for? So yeah. first home buyers are very new generally. So yeah. yeah, hold their hand the whole way, which, you know, I think they appreciate. Yeah, because yeah, I guess it being the first time you've not done it before and there's a lot of questions you probably don't even know to ask as a as a first home buyer or or I, I imagine um, you mentioned you can get business loans as well you work with businesses as well so just knowing that you this is you know, this is what you do so you, you know what the questions to ask you know what everyone asks um, even though for me if I was you know it was my first time I'd be like oh I don't know what to do you're like everyone asks exactly these five questions so you're fine. Um, and, and there's no there's no stupid questions either. So yeah. I like to make sure that people are at ease and feel comfortable asking, because it's better to ask and know than you know get a surprise mm. at the end when the money doesn't come in quite as you thought it would. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. And um, do you is there is there a mix between you know, maybe 50, 50, 50 in, in terms of um, house loans or house mortgages versus business mortgages? What's the Probably it? for me at the minute, um, it, it's probably more 80, 20. So more, more, much more residential at the moment. Yep. Yep. Um, so, and that changes over the years. I, I've just started a new franchise with Loan Market. So quite recently. So almost um, like starting from scratch again, um, mm. apart from you know, older clients that are sort of coming back to see me when they need something. Yep. Uh, I am building it from from. Uh, ground zero, I guess. There we go. So, um, yeah, but I'm I'm networking a lot with local businesses, so I'm expecting that area to pick up. Good, fantastic. And so it's uh, as with any industry, you know, things that we don't do these things necessary for free, or is it, is it unless we're a charity, which I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure you're not. Um, how does yeah. people? I imagine people often ask, you know, well, how do how do I pay you? My understanding is with real estate, you know, sometimes it's commission, sometimes they get paid up front. How do, how does that work? Like, how do you get paid? How and and um, what's the? I guess probably bundled into that. Well, why would I go to you versus a bank? There's two different questions, mm -hmm. but maybe they relate. Yeah. Okay. So we don't, uh, as a rule, get paid by customers. Um, we get paid by the bank. So once the loan gets chosen and the application gets submitted and settled, then the bank will pay us a commission. Okay. Um, now, they will, they will pay on, um, only on the loans that settle. So if, if I do a whole lot of work for a customer and then they decide to wait six months or 12 months or not go ahead, I basically don't get paid for any of that time, which is, which is not much fun. Oh. <laughs> but but you do hope that you know the clients that you take on um, understand and respect that, and mm. you know mm. are upfront if if they're having you know considering doing something else. That's it doesn't happen that often. Yeah. Um, so the reason that. Um, you would go to a broker instead of a, a just walking into a branch is because of the the competition that we help build in the industry and the um, all the options that we can offer. Mm. So if you go into, say you're not a straightforward client, you've got you know your income's a bit tricky and doesn't fit with every lender. Um, so you need the right policies before you can get the loan. You could walk into four banks 
and apply and get knocked back. And every single one of those would go on your credit file as a, um, you know, a not going ahead. Or, yeah. Yeah, okay. So um, by going to a broker, a broker knows the policy of all the different banks. So they're going to say, well, we're not even going to look at those banks because they're just not going to work for you. Mm. So we're going to look at these four over here or these five over here. Yeah. So we know where to go to start with. Um, and the reason we get paid by the bank is for bringing business to them, of course. I mean, a bank's yeah. a business. But um, if they don't pay a broker to bring work to them, they're going to be paying branch staff and rentals on the brand, you know, on the premises and all the rest of it and mm. advertising on TV. So, yeah. you know, there's, they have that channel, but they have the broker channel. And really, um, the cost of getting a loan to them is probably similar both ways. Yep. So we're just another yeah. avenue for them to, you know, to get work. And they all pay fairly similarly. So there's no incentive for a broker to go with one bank over another unless it's the best bank for the customer. Yep. Yeah. That, that, that makes sense. And that's, that's, I guess that adds the idea of um, the, the broker being, I guess, somewhat impartial. Like they're not, they're, you know, just there's, you know, spruiking this bank, their, their wares because... You, you, your idea is to be on, there on behalf of the person getting, going for the loan. So they know they're in good hands and you know, non-biased hands, if you like. And that's true. And we've actually got a new regulation that's just, it was coming out 1st of July, but it's been pushed back for six months because of coronavirus. But yeah. it's the best interest yeah. duty, which is um, we are regulated and audited and have to prove um, that the loan that we're putting someone with is in their best interest. And we have to have all the documentation to show that, all the research we've done, the reasons mm -hmm. why that's the best loan for them. So it actually um, steps it up to a whole new level, the amount of accountability that we have. So, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. it's in our interest to look after our clients because we want them to stay and we want them to refer mm. other people to That's how we, we earn a living. So. Yeah, well, I guess that, that does out of, fair bit of extra paperwork for, for you and, you know, and your colleagues. Um, but I guess it also, as far as the, the loan applier, so me in this instance, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely um, meaning I've, I've even got you on my side even more. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah. and that would probably weed out a few people who, you know, a few probably brokers who aren't so diligent as well. So, which which is fantastic for you because you're you know, you're yeah. putting in the work and you're you're ticking the boxes that you need to. Yeah. Um, we don't we don't look at it. Sorry, I was just going to say it's when we deal with a client, it's not just a transaction. Mm -hmm. It's the start of sort of a pretty long term relationship. So, yeah. you know, you've got to work on it right from the start to to make the client happy and because you want you want them to be around for years and years and years. So. Yeah. It's like when you find mm -hmm. a good mechanic, you know, or any other professional or tradesperson that you need in your life, mm. you're so happy mm. when you've found someone that you can rely on because you don't have to think about that anymore. You just go straight to that person. Yep, yep. It sounds to me you're very similar to, uh, a, a, not similar, but in some ways a wedding planner or uh, who, <laughs> who, 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 can, who does more than just the wedding planning, like, oh, you need the photographer, yeah. you need this, you need that. And, and so, you know, you've probably got a, a lot more tricks up your sleeve than just actually providing a loan. Um, <laughs> so a, a couple of other questions which people may have, um, and these might be getting into a bit of detail, so we'll, we'll be kind of, you know, we won't go too, too into detail. Um, mm -hmm. 
obviously changing environment at the moment with COVID or you know, coronavirus reaction, um, money has maybe a bit tight and those kinds of things. Is there any, um, if people are wanting to apply for loans now for, for a house or for business, is, do they need to take into consideration debts you know, that they've had, which maybe they may be struggling, struggling a little bit more to pay off or perhaps they've taken out credit or some credit cards and zip pay and paid things. Is that, how does that factor into their ability to get a loan? Um, does it make it trickier? Or, or, or? It's, um, it depends on their income and if they can afford the debts. Um, the debts are fine as long as you've got the income to be able to, you know, pay them all and the home loan as well. Yeah. But I often see people who come to me for their first loan and they've got a bit of a deposit, you know, nothing amazing, but mm. they might have fifty or $60,000 in consumer debt. So that might be a car loan, a couple of credit cards, you know, zip pay and all the rest of it. And that can reduce their um, borrowing capacity, how much the bank mm. will lend them by $100,000 or more, um, even more than that, actually. So um, a good idea, people don't realise with their credit cards is that, you're like, oh, yeah, I've got a $10,000 credit card, but I pay it off every month. Mm. And it's like, well, <clears throat> it doesn't matter, actually. The bank doesn't really care. They'll look at that as a $10,000 debt. Right. So that's, right. that's how they're treated. So if you're paying it off every month and you only need, one or two thousand dollars to use let's mm. reduce it down mm. to two thousand um, dollars and that will increase your borrowing capacity yep so little things like that we can we can tweak before we do an application so that it's presented in the best light and you know you get the maximum out of the um out of the loan mm. oh that's good and so there, there, so there might be there might be a case where someone comes to you and, and maybe they're not ready to get what they want um or in you know in the, in the capacity to get what they want so it, the initial conversation with you might be okay cool this is what you want in order to set you up for that you need to go and sort of do this this and this perhaps including get some debt down that kind of thing yeah okay. yeah and also the um sometimes it's good if you do have a lot of debt like that is to maybe consolidate it first into one mm. loan you know get rid of their credit cards put it all into one personal loan with one payment mm. um so it frees up a lot of cash flow then, which means you can borrow more. Yep. Not oh, fantastic. So let's let's I guess let's switch over to what's you know this obviously the changing environment that's happening at the moment. You know things are in in flux. There's the um, you probably see you know, you're on the front line of money. Let's say um, mm. probably you'd probably see more than the the average person um, as to the sentiment or the feeling out there and with businesses and, and homeowners, people wanting to sell or, or not. Is there how what have you experienced in, in relation to that from in, in your business and all just and also what you're noticing with your clients or, or prospects? What's going on out there? Yeah, it's um I think we're coming through the other side in terms of um the positivity and that and getting back to normal, which is good. Um, you know, sort of March, early April and that it was pretty doom and gloom and you know, I was putting out information on how to freeze your home loan payments and you know, all those things that people may have to do yep. um, a lot of that did happen a lot of people did have to do that but a lot didn't because of things like the job keeper payments and, and all the other support things yep. um, my work itself hasn't really dropped off mm -hmm. the last couple of months which has been quite surprising because I expected it to yep. Um, yep. yeah I'm still getting a lot of inquiries in and even if it's just refinancing because the rates are so low at the moment and if you do have um, 
both parties or whoever on the loan working still without any risk to their job, it's a great time because you'll get that loan, that, you know, your job's not at risk, so you shouldn't have any problems. Um, it's a it's a lot uh, trickier, it takes a bit longer getting the loan now in a lot of cases because a lot of the banks there processing times have blown out because they had offshore processing and okay. you know, that sort of thing messed up. Um, and they're making a few further restrictions on, on their policies and things, which, you know, just clamping down a little bit, mm. you know, less risky sort of yeah. clients yeah. are looking for. But apart from that, it, it's still business as usual. And um, yeah, yeah it's, it's not too bad for us. Yeah. No reason to not come and chat with you still. No, and in fact, is that it's kind of a good time because when everyone's been at home, there's been more spare time, and it's been a good time to, um, you know, get those statements out and have a look at that and make the call um, to talk, talk to the broker and discuss it. It's one of those things you, if you're talking about refinancing, often just gets put off. Yes. Oh yeah, well, you know, we'll do that next holidays or over the Christmas break or whatever. Yep. Um, kind of no excuses at the moment. <laughs> You've heard it, everyone. There's no excuses. Give Suzanne a call. <laughs> How do people get in contact with you? How do they reach out? Um, at the moment, uh, locally, I'm I'm on Facebook. I'm you know being present um, around the place, commenting here and there. Um, I'm networking locally with the um, a BNI business networking group, which is um, yep. which has been great for um, referral work. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, the usual things like websites and and you know that type of thing. Yep. Um, yeah. And Google me. <laughs> okay. We'll we'll put your details below as well. Um, yep. Do you want to give us a sort of an idea of why why would people why should people come to you? You know, there. I mean, if you Google mortgage broker, there you know you get like all of Google turning up. You get every you know, yep. every cat and his fish turning up. Um, yep. Why why would someone choose you? Like, what's what's fantastic about you? Sell yourself, Susie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that good at selling myself, but I'll let's see. Uh, look, I'm pretty approachable. I hope that comes across. Um, yeah. I I'm happy to talk. I'm happy to take the time with people. I don't ever rush anyone into a decision or pressure them to make a decision. Um, I'm happy to just keep talking and talking until everyone's comfortable with where yeah. they stand and what the answers are. Yep. Um, I'm available, you know, like, well, I work pretty late hours. I'm often replying to people at nine o'clock at night and that sort of thing, which is probably, I should probably shouldn't say that. That's okay. <laughs> we'll edit that out. Or maybe we won't. <laughs> Officially nine to five, but yeah. you'll often catch me working after hours just to, um, because I like to put in a fair bit of effort into all the clients that I, that I look after. Because, yeah. Like I said, I want them to be around for years and years to come. So, hmm. um. Yeah, I'm a nice person. <laughs> there we go. And you and, and you know you you're a nice person, you know your stuff and you know, you, you're you're looking for there for the long term relationship with the, the clients as well, which is fantastic. Um so is there anything that you've been doing in your business differently just to uh, in you know, again in this current environment that you've been have you been taking a different approach in the way you, you, you reach out to people? Um what's what have you changed from a practical business point of view? Um, probably out of necessity, the, the whole online thing has, you know, obviously ramped up considerably. Um, like I said earlier, I'm doing a lot of meetings now via Zoom, and that includes with the lenders that I work with as well, because 
I mean, we'd go out, used to go out to coffee meetings and that sort of thing, you know, and the meeting would be an hour. You'd have, you know, 15 minutes either side to travel to get there. Yeah. Um, now, you, now you can sit online for half an hour, get it all done, and you've got an extra hour in your day. So mm. um, that's good for productivity. Yep. Uh, I am doing a lot more um, networking locally with the BNI group and that sort of thing. Mm. Um, I'm finding mm -hmm. that's been excellent during this time because I'm still building those um, uh, relationships with other businesses. Yeah. So it still keeps the work coming. Yep. Uh, and just Facebook as well. I mean, it's, you know, as the shops and everything closed down and people weren't allowed to go anywhere, everyone's online. So why wouldn't you be spending your time um, ramping up your social media presence and yeah. doing that? I should be doing that more. <laughs> but no, we can all do, we can yeah, all do more. <laughs> yeah. No, that's fantastic. Um, that's, that's actually a good point that you raised because it is... Uh, it's important, I guess, at any time in business to be to be where your customers are looking or where your prospects are looking, um, so they can see yeah. you. Um, and like with the Skype, I think people, you're right. People are we're, we're skyping or zooming or skyping. You know, we're we're online a lot more in our communication. I think people are now getting more comfortable with that. So mm -hmm. just you've kind of alluded to it. Maybe maybe a, a lot of people won't go back as much to how it was. You know. Um, maybe mm -hmm. there is a new normal or there's becoming a new normal in, in how we do business. Um, and just even from a productivity point of view, like you say, like you've cut out all that travel time, you've cut out all, you know, maybe all the caffeine. <laughs> you know, there's, there, there can be a lot of benefits if you can choose as a business to take forward and, and, and make it work for you. I've heard of um, people in bigger businesses saying that now they're all working from their individual homes. The meetings are so... Um, uh, productive because you just get on there, you have your agenda, you don't want to be on there for too long. Chatting mm. on a Zoom meeting is, is a bit difficult, so you yeah. don't sort of tend to do that chit chat. Yeah. Um, and they're just saying that it's been great for the you know the bigger office situation. Yeah, mm. I think Twitter even said, I think it was Twitter who said, look, people can if they want forever they can work from home, but there's no forcing them yeah. going back. And so that's quite that's quite interesting. We're we're in a new a new world. Um, okay, so do you have any any tips or thoughts? You know, we're we're, we're obviously in a um, you know a business owner group where we can you know, support, we can offer advice or you know words of, of wisdom, um, just from your own journeys as a businesswoman or a business person. Have you got any yeah. anything you'd like to you know just throw out there for that people might want to consider? For business owners, um, yeah. yeah, I've learned a lot over the years, I guess. Um, I think always asking for, for help and support from other business owners is crucial. Like don't don't do it, try and do it all on your own. Mm. Uh, networking is so important and, and not just from a passing business to each other, it's for the support as well. Yep. You know, like if you're going through a rough patch with your business, like many have done over the last couple of months, having other business owners there to kind of sympathise and sort of share mm. strategies mm. with um, yep. invaluable, I think. Um, yeah, I, a lot of people, and I find also that a lot of businesses that I've spoken to recently in regards to networking sort of say, mm. oh, I haven't got time for that. I haven't got time for that. And that's that's great. Yeah. But um, sometimes, you know, you've got to make time for those things because that's the longevity of your business. You know, you mm. might be busy this week and next week, but, you know, in a few months' time, you might be in a slump and would be good to have those referral networks to um, keep you going. So, yeah. Yeah. And probably just... You go, sorry. 
Yeah, and I was just going to say again, just the, the social media stuff as well. Like, it, it's the not it's the new normal. You know, it shouldn't be something that you think about doing. It should be like a, a mandatory thing that you should at least have a presence on social media. And yeah, yeah. No, no, that's, that's good. We're, we are people first and business owners second. So having that do- the opportunity, I guess, putting the time to on a on a personal level to to connect with other business owners as well. So then you can have that almost like the water cooler effect. You know, you can have because mm. often, especially if you're a small business and you really are a solo person, um, mm. having that support from other business owners to not just chat about you know what order you're doing or what your customers are doing. Yeah, you know, to really get that support, and even if it's just moral support, like just keep going, it's gonna be, it's gonna be okay, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and oh, that's that's good. Thank you. Thanks for for sharing that, and also for coming on. I really appreciate you know, taking the time. Um, it's good to for people to meet you and get to know you, and also um, to pretty much be able to have you as uh, as one of the go tos when they're thinking about you know uh, taking out a loan or maybe restructuring their current loans and and having confidence that you can be someone who can help them. So. Good. Well, thank you for having me. Um, I had to make myself do it because it was a, <laughs> a, one of those slightly nerve-wracking things to be, you know, know you were going to be recorded and all the rest of it. But yeah. um, but it's something that's important. And I think that's another thing. What you're doing here with, with this type of a setup is great. And I think more business owners should get on it because it's um, – You've got to you've got to push yourself a little bit. You've got to put yourself out there, and you know, a little bit out of your comfort zone. Um, but it becomes easier, I think, the more you do it. So, I think I think well, it I does. well done. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, well, thank you. We'll we'll sign off here. And if anyone's got any questions, they can they can reach out. We'll have your details below. Um, your social medias, your you know your your website and email and things like that. And yeah, all the best. Thanks, thanks, Suzanne. Thank you. Thanks, Adam.